When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome back to the Blue Room EWFC podcast with me, Peter McFarlane. And I am delighted to be joined once again by my amazing co-host who needs no introduction. But as always, I'm going to anyway. The Bell of the Bullens the top Toffees supporter and roaming reporter, the biggest personality in the top balcony. She brings us the views, the news, and the spirit of the blues, the fantastic, the unrivaled, the unsurpassable and insurmountable, the one, the only, Miss Sarah Halpin. Sarah, how are we? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I think that's the best one yet, to be fair. The bell of the Bullens is, uh, is my personal favourite. The biggest personality in the top balcony. I love yeah. that. Absolutely love that. And uh, definitely my my dad and sisters can uh, vouch for that. They'll be glad that uh, <laughs> nowadays I'm uh, closer to pitch side and they probably don't have to put up with me screaming. So I apologise to everybody else that does. But no, thank you so much for <laughs> you, that you incredible were... <laughs> what, what do you say? Sorry, you, you were made for the Gladys Street, though, weren't you? Let's be honest. Like you, you've you've oh. you've settled well in. You, you've settled right in there now. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, and listen, like what a what a way to be, you know, back in the Gladys Street, the lower Gladys the other day, then Sunday with the men against Arsenal. Um, I've only just got my voice back, Pete. To be honest with you, because that was, <laughs> and bless him, some some fella from I think like. Premier League or something he was sat next to me in the little media bit you know obviously get little bits of social for for the club channels and yeah he kept turning around (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm like (laughs) so I think he was glad for full time so he could get away from me to be honest but yeah brilliant what a time to be a blue it was a brilliant weekend last weekend for both the men and the women wasn't it Absolutely, and that, and that was after after you know Saturday's game. I think that game was a massive lift, and we, we we obviously had a chat after the game, and we were we were talking about how much we were looking forward to going to Man United, and and, and we appreciated it was you know for the second time in two in two days we were playing against you know league leaders, and um, we were probably going into that game as as, as underdogs, um, certainly going to, going to face Man United as well. It was probably the one fixture this season 
in the league where I feel like we we weren't really in the game. The home the home leg against Man United where, where they where they beat us was it, it was three 0 wasn't it? Um, yeah. I feel like that was the only game really this season where I feel like we haven't shown what we're all about and we haven't really clicked. Um, so for us to go there on Sunday and put in that that defensive performance or just the all round performance, what a performance from them players. Yeah, absolutely, Pete. And it's spot on with what you say. Completely agree. And I think, you know, Brian and the players would, would agree with that as well, that the home fixture where we lost 3-0 is probably the only game really this season uh, in the league, certainly, where we've not really looked um, in contention in the game. You know, they they did come to Walton Park and, you know, really kind of blew us away on that day, which was which was a disappointment, of course. Um, we It's not a team home or away where we've really ever had um, much joy against them. I know we got a draw last season or the season before at home with Simone McGill, but other than that, I think they've uh, beaten us in every league fixture. Um, so it becomes this fixture where sort of psychologically, uh, you know, you, you're going into it. Even in the, I was reading the programme before the game and they'd actually put in the stats um about, you know, that Manchester United had, had faced Everton more than any other club. Um, and, you know, they were boasting their record against us, having played 12 and won 10. And I thought, oh, even that got a little fire mm. in my belly. I thought, come on, let's let's get let's have them today. And obviously we didn't get the three points, but to come away with a with a draw and nil-nil. And obviously they gave it absolutely everything because they're they're going for the title and we dealt a huge blow to their title challenge as well. So uh, yeah, quite the weekend. <laughs> Absolutely, and and again, you know, talk, you know, talking about psychologically for the players as well. Obviously, with with without having the best record against Manchester United, having, you know, been slightly humbled. You know, it's probably fair to say at Walton Hall Park earlier on in the season. Um, for the players to come back and to and to show that fight and 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 those battling qualities that we that we we absolutely adore, don't we? We know that this this squad of players has has got that in abundance. Um, but for them to come out and and really play with confidence as well, I, f- I feel like it wasn't just a solid defensive display. I, I, I like the fact that we carried on trying to play our football. Obviously, it didn't always work, but we still had chances. Um, I know that Aggie Aggie broke towards the end again, which from, from a really good build up. Jess Park had a had a chance at the end, which I'm sure she'll be uh, she'll be ruining a missed chance at the end. But she was fa- fantastic, um, all game. Um, but I mean, it, we we can't not talk about the defensive display and and certainly in particular Courtney Brosnan in goal, um, c- coming in after obviously Emery Ramsey can't play against her, her against Manchester United because she's on loan from there. But I thought Courtney Brosnan was absolutely outstanding, wasn't she? It was. Um, I always feel with Courtney, um, you know, even when she's not in the side, she is such a positive figure to have around that team and to have around that squad. And it doesn't go unnoticed from the supporters. She, whether she's playing or not, the amount of encouragement and the amount of advice and the amount of uh, of support that she shows the rest of the, the squad is just unbelievable. And and to see her put that performance in on Sunday, um, she was absolutely fantastic, wasn't she? Oh, absolutely brilliant. And uh, I, I had to have a laugh with her because post-match I said to her, I'm going to do something. And she was like, oh God, what you know, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> So I didn't show her as I am delighted to be joined by Courtney the Wall Brosnan. Yes. And she was more she was mortified. You could tell she was like, oh for God's sake, Sarah, but I have to do it because <laughs> <laughs> she was just absolutely she was a wall in that game. And you know, obviously she I know she was she and the rest of the team uh, were bitterly, bitterly disappointed 
um, to, to exit the cup the previous week. So I'd spoken to her in the build-up. I'd been in Finch and I don't know if yourself and uh, some of the listeners saw saw the little interview I'd done with with Courtney and she was saying about how hard they were working and you know that how how much they were determined to put right the the previous result uh the weekend before in the cup and you know there was just no getting past Courtney Brosnan or the back line um on Sunday and and I just think you know she deserves immense credit and everything you've said about her as a character um I think you know it it's it's a really interesting um, and positive situation that we find ourselves in at Everton again with the goalkeepers where you've got Emily Ramsey and Courtney Brosnan both battling it out for that starting jersey. And, um, you know, obviously em- Emily's played quite a bit of football recently and Courtney's come in and showed exactly what she can do. Um, and we've got two absolute belter goalkeepers. And, you know, Emily is the same, I'd say, you know, whoever's, st- whoever's getting picked to start um, they support each other immensely and fully. Uh, but yeah, you can't help but love Courtney. You can hear her all through the games, whether she's on the pitch or on sideline, she is shouting, shouting encouragement, um, getting through to the players. Yeah, she's just an absolute belter, isn't she? And, and, and absolutely delighted for her that she got that big clean sheet on the weekend. It was, and it was a, a big, big clean sheet. And and when you talk about sort of that that competition for places in the side, it's it's great. It's great to have healthy competition. You want every player to be kept on the toes. You want every player, you know, wanting to perform to their absolute best every week because you know there are other players waiting in the wings to take that starting berth if 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 they don't perform. Um, but but as this, as the season's going on, I think I think it's difficult to pick out a single player who isn't performing. Um, but in particular, that back line is go, going back to going back to Sunday. When you look at the, the performances from Rika Savecki, from from Gabby George, Megan Finnegan, Natalie Bjorn, uh, Lucy Graham when she came on. Uh, I, I just feel like the whole, you know, every single player in that back line was just incredible. And touching on the subject of Gabby George, by the way, um, the player, you know, Barclays FAWSL player of the month for January. Congratulations, Gabby. Fully, fully deserved. Um, Gabby has been putting in 10 out of 10 performances for as long as I've seen her play, you know, play for Everton. Um she obviously had had a had a bad injury, which uh, when she did her ACL, but she's come back even stronger. And I didn't think that was that would be possible, but she's come back and even stronger and even better player. Um, Gabby's been playing at you know as a left wing back for a lot of this season, but also slotting in at centre half into her usual centre half position. Um, I can't find enough words, superlatives to describe just how good of a player Gabby George is. And on that note. I was absolutely shocked, disgusted, to be honest with you, to see her left out of the latest Lionesses squad. How on earth can we explain that one? Well, firstly, off topic really quick, if anyone can hear rustling, I think, I believe that was Moon, my little cat, who just decided to get the zoomies. So, uh, yeah, any any outside noise, just uh, try to block out. I do apologise. Whiskey Blue's um, currently asleep at the moment, but I'm sure at some point he'll, he'll have a little cameo as well. It's always a madhouse, do you know what I mean? So we'll just... Uh... It's, it's a window but... into our world, isn't it, Sarah? At the end of the day, these, pod- these podcasts are just a little window into, into our world. Oh, absolutely. And, and oh, she's going to go off again. I can see her. She's revving herself up. She's found something to attack. Let's hope it's not me. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but, sorry about that. Just wanted to get that in there quickly. But, um, no, in, in terms of Gabby George, 
everything you've said yet again, Pete. Absolutely could not agree with you more. And I must admit, I went on Twitter a couple of times to write a tweet about Gabby's uh, exclusion from the squad. And I had to stop myself because I thought, is that a bit <laughs> too harsh? Um, because I feel so passionately about, you know, being upset that she's she's not been selected. And I, I cannot wrap my head around it. She's just gotten player of the month for the entire league. Rightly so as well, by the way. Um, and I'd say that, you know, the, the probably the last two, three or more squads for the Lionesses should have included Gabby George. But to be left out of this one, I am just scratching my head. I, I really cannot believe it. And and I think, you know, everybody that, that watches women's football and has watched Gabby play surely must feel the same. I believe she said she's, she's uh, Serena's been in touch um, and she sees Gabby as a, as a left wing, as a left back, left wing back. But at the moment, she's just slightly behind the competition. I, and it's I've no disrespect to her competition whatsoever, but I can't see anyone being better than Gabby right now. Um, so yeah, I just hope uh, you know she well she's such a a strong uh, a, a strong player mentally as well, strong person mentally. She'll just carry on doing what she's doing. That won't affect her, and she'll just she'll just keep playing football as she has been for Everton. And listen, I wouldn't even be surprised if she ends up getting called up to this squad. You know, if somebody drops out or anything like that, mm. surely she's got to be the first on on uh, on the list, and she'll be in there sooner rather than later. But yeah, I just as you can see by my rant, absolutely gobsmacked for me. You know, she's one of the first the first names that you're putting in that squad. So yeah, yeah, confused. Hundred percent, and I think that you know it's 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 you know you have to have to bear in mind as well is that this is not me, you know, being disrespectful to any of the other players who've who've been called up as Sarah said. But what I would say is that um, when you've got players in the squad who are not playing every week for their team, who are you know sitting on the bench for a lot of the time, players who are actually been picked out of position, um, certain players who've who've played out of position. Um, when I see decisions like that and I see Gabby George not selected uh-huh. and there's, there are players who are supposedly ahead of her in the, in the, in the, um, you know, in the selection process. Um, I, I cannot fathom it. I, I just cannot fathom it. I, I cannot yeah. fathom it. Um, so, you know, if Gabby's listening, <laughs> just so you know, Gabby, we appreciate you. And I think every Evertonian who, who would listen to this, every Evertonian who's not listening to this, any Evertonian who's ever seen Gabby George play, um, and to be honest, the wider fan base as well, because I've seen I've seen fans of other of other clubs commenting on on, on things on Twitter and and on mm-hmm. posts about how how shocked they are that that Gabby hasn't been selected. So it's important. Bizarre. That, yeah, it's bizarre. And I think Gabby, you know, we will be showing her our full support from from now till you know. Well, every time she 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 pulls on that blue shirt, she'll always have our love and support. Um, but certainly, I I would say to Gabby, just keep up with what you're doing. You're not doing. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing more you can be doing. You just have to. But what's the um? What's the thing that Sean Dice said? The mi- minimum expectation is max maximum effort. <laughs> I think that yeah. goes. For, I think Gabby. I think Gabby George just exemplifies that. Um, and I think I think she's a she's a a fantastic player, fantastic role model, and and mm-hmm. someone who um it, it's it's you know the lioness is lost if so she's not going to be playing. But anyway, moving on. Two players who have actually made that squad. Um, got to say a congratulations to Emily Ramsey for her first um senior squad call up, and of course the fantastic Jess Park. Um, another player who's been phenomenal for Everton this season. Um, again, 
as 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 disappointed as we are for Gabby, it's great to see those two in the squad, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, it is, and it's taken nothing away from the two of those players. I think you know, especially for for Rambo to get a first senior call up, and that's so thoroughly deserved as well. I yeah. mean, uh, she's a player who I think could have been in in contention for Player of the Month um, as well, and stuff like that. She she's really really enjoying a fantastic first season with Everton and. You know, I don't know anything about it, but I, I'd love, I'd love to keep her for longer because she's just bedded in so well, and and really excited for her to get a call up and Jess Park as well, of course. Just, I mean, where do we even start with Jess? She's just absolutely flying, isn't she? She's a magic little player, and um, it's great to see for her as well that coming to Everton on loan is is helping her with her international career. You know, she's had multiple call ups to the Lionesses squad now as well, and. Um, no doubt she'll uh, she'll go get some minutes in this international break and and do what she does on the international stage and I hope the same goes for Emily as well. I hope that she gets some minutes. Um, she's certainly more than good enough and uh, she's certainly someone I can see pushing to be England's number one uh, in the coming years. You know, going forward on a consistent basis and that's high praise indeed when you look at uh, the likes that you've got, you know, Sandy McKeever and Ellie Roebuck and obviously Mary Earps and stuff. But Rambo still really deserves to be there. And uh, what, a, what a great bunch of goalkeepers we've got. So, uh, yeah, br- brilliant. Delighted for the two of them. Absolutely. And again, when you look at the quality in that position as well, Hannah Hampton didn't even... Didn't even the squad, you know, yeah, she, fantastic, she, keeper. fantastic keeper, and you know, there's been there's been some mumblings of of issues, you know, surrounding Hannah, and hope everything's okay with her. Um, but certainly she's a she's a top top goalkeeper. Um, but Emily Ramsey for for her to be in that squad, I think it's fully deserved, like you say. And again, it, it it's this mixed message, isn't it? Because I one of the things about Gabby George not getting selected, I had this thing in my head about the message that it sends to. The players, you know, two players who want to try and take up, take that step up into international football, and I look at it and think, for for Gabby to be playing every week for Everton Football Club and not to get not get selected, but then there are yeah. players who are sat on the bench who are selected, but they play for so called, you know, the big four. Um, mm-hmm. I the frustrating thing for me is is that what I don't want to do is to fall down this trap of players thinking that they will be better off sat on the bench at one of those clubs rather than starting every week for for Absolutely. you know a club like you know like Everton um a yeah. fantastic club like Everton but then the flip side is is that you see the likes of Emily Ramsey and Jess Park who have actually come to Everton alone they're playing week in week out they're enjoying the football they're playing fantastic football and that just shows that it is it, you know Everton Football Club is such a fantastic club to come and play your football and to, and to come and mm-hmm. develop everything for me everything you know in terms of in terms of the support that we have at Walton Hall Park in terms of the facilities obviously that they that they use at Finch Farm in terms of the you know the the staff surrounding Brian Sorensen and his team as well um, obviously such an exciting it's an exciting sort of time to be around Everton um, and I really I really do hope I really hope that players won't be put off in terms of committing to us long term. I want them to know that Everton is such a fantastic place to not only play your football, but also it's it's a really it's a really good place to sort of show the world what you can do. Um, and as I say, I'd always say it'd be better to be playing for Everton week in week out than being stuck on the bench somewhere else. But anyway, moving on, we've got like we've got a bit of a gap now, haven't we? Until our until the next match, uh, the next next WSL match. Um, so it's it's the fifth of March is our next home game against Aston Villa, um, a team who are 
sort of buzzing around us, aren't they? They don't seem to be uh, they don't don't seem to be to, to be backing off. Um, they've obviously made a lot of signings in the summer. They've decided to sign half the Everton side. Um, we've <laughs> we've obviously got a, we've got a few a few familiar faces in that Aston Villa squad, and that's obviously one to look forward to, isn't it? Um, at Walton Hall Park. Um, and then we've got Leicester away on the twelfth again. Another. Another, um, you know, another club with a lot Against of... Against Willie Kirk as well. Willie Kirk, yeah. And, and of course, the fantastic Hannah Kane. It's great to oh, see. Oh, no. Can we talk about Hannah for a second, by the way? Always. She, she, yeah, always, <laughs> always. She scored She scored for Leicester um, the other week. What a fantastic... What that, that for, for me, that was, that was one of my favourite moments of the season. Obviously, barring Everton, seeing Hannah score that goal after everything that she's been through with her injury as a former Everton player as well. Um, what a fantastic moment for her. Oh, I, I can't barely talk about it without like getting emotional, to be honest, because, you know, I know Hannah's obviously a real sort of fan favourite still with Evertonians. We love because, her. Oh, she's just, she's boss, isn't she, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and obviously she's been through uh, one hell of a tough time. Um with doing her ACL injury, kept her out for over 12 months. Prior to that, she'd had another really, really brutal injury that had kept her out for about 12 months. In between, you know, she'd gone to Leicester and got them promoted back into the top flight. Um, you know, she had been called up for Wales, made a debut, really, really dazzled on a debut as well. And, you know, then got this awful injury. And, you know, I know mentally, psychologically, it's it's something that, was so it goes without saying it's obvious that it's going to be hard but you know to to get through it as she has and, and just to see her come back was huge and then um you know her performances have been incredible since she's come back but to see her get that goal I mean and what a finish it was as well um just could not be happier she's one of the nicest best people you could ever wish to meet and uh she's still She's still uh, got a bit of a soft spot for the Blues as well. She'll text me, especially, you know, with the men when the men are playing and that she always yeah. wishes us good luck. And, um, yeah, she, she's just a great person. And actually, I'm going to use this as a... Because Everton women aren't playing this weekend. <laughs> right. Prenton Park, our okay. neighbours, because they play over the water, don't they? They are playing Leicester. So... Sunday, two o'clock, I'm going so I can watch uh, watch Hannah against uh, Liverpool. So if any Blues fancy going and being a Leicester fan for the day, you know, go and uh, support Willie Kirk and uh, Hannah Kane, etc. Kirsty Lavelle, all the former Blues against our, uh, our rivals, then, uh, yeah, that's where I'm going to be on Sunday, so... That's where I'm going to be on Sunday now. I didn't. I didn't actually realise that, Sarah. So yeah, we'll 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 get the message out to the supporters club and we'll go Just down. Just get everyone and... chanting and singing for Hannah for the whole game. Do you know you what had, I mean? <laughs> you, you had you had me against Liverpool. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> any excuse, any excuse to go and to, to go and uh, to go and support the team playing Liverpool, and I am there. But especially if you know, as 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 you said, uh, with all the former players who were playing for Leicester. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's right. Get down to Prenton Park on Sunday, two PM kickoff. Um, as the former Everton players take on the um the other the neighbours. <laughs> I was I was trying to think of a way to say that that, that like we don't swear in this podcast. So <laughs> the uh, the neighbours. The, uh, the neighbours as the neighbours. <laughs> oh, I've got something. Sorry, this is just spiraling into just a, a chat now. You know, I forget that we're recording this podcast, but that's just reminding me of something <laughs> else. 
that wound me up yesterday. Careful. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're talking about our neighbours. Obviously, the Derby, everyone get your tickets. I'm sure a lot of you that are listening oh, yeah. already have. Um, we'll get to that. Sorry, Pete. I've gone off on a tangent, but we're rolling with it. So, <laughs> we're rolling. We're going with it. Derby's announced at Goodison. So Liverpool tweet about it, right? And then Stengel, one of their players, women's players, like quote tweeted it or something saying, oh, it's almost as pretty as Anfield. It will be even prettier with a favor- favorably red scoreline or something along those lines. Mm. And I just thought, oh, I hope our players have a look at that and um, and our fans and uh, make sure that uh, we do what we seem to do against them all the time, which is beat them. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Well, so, well, I'll tell you what, Sarah, what you need to do between now and then is we need to... We need to find that tweet. We need to print it off. Um, Get it on the back. Tw- 20 <laughs> times. Well, we'll just, you're you're around the team. You're around the club. I'll give you a pile of them to stick up in the dressing room. And that yes. can be that, that can be the pre-match team talk done. Because yeah. if, Love if, it. They, if they think they're coming to our gaff and taking three points after the way we demolished them at theirs. Um, yeah, well, well, they're not, put it this way. They're not going to take anything without a, without a fight. Um but yeah, I move love it. I love that though. I love a bit of like yes, you're a right. little bit of yeah. it gets it going. But I saw it and thought, oh, I hope you'll reg- I hope you'll be regretting that on March the twenty sixth. <laughs> well, put it this way, we will be yeah. quote tweeting away, won't we? Let's be honest. <laughs> we yeah, will I... we will be enjoying that one if um if, <laughs> if if we do the business. But yeah, on that subject, the big one. We talked about Villa. We talked about Leicester, but the big one, the Merseyside Derby, Goodison Park. 26th of March. What I mean, after the, the demolition, the demolition that we did to them at Anfield earlier on in the season. And to be fair, at the time, we were still bedding in a lot of new signings. We were still sort of finding our feet a little bit, still trying to sort of, you know, we'd, we'd had a bit of disappointing uh, results against West Ham in the opening game. We went to Anfield and, as I say, we demolished them. Um I mean, this is this is a big one, isn't it? This is this is the one that we've been looking forward to for a long, long time. When, when you bear in mind that you know, before the last time we went to be playing at Goodison Park in the Merseyside Derby, the game got called off on the morning of because there was like a gale force wind. Um, I remember going right. out to pick. Oh, mate, it was crazy, wasn't it? I remember going out to pick the tickets up, and it was just like, you know, it was it was it was crazy. There was some tiles falling off roofs and all kinds, and I was like, nope, this isn't going ahead. But then it was rearranged, and then there was COVID. So lockdown happened and then they decided to get relegated. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, yeah, they've spent a little, had a little journey down in the, in the, in the championship for a couple of seasons. So it was great for them to get themselves back up just so that we could, uh, we could, we could beat them at Anfield, but we want to follow that up now with it, with a winner, Goodison, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the Merseyside derby is always a, a great occasion. And as much as we give them banter and stuff like that, and, and, you know, I always want us to be above them. I'm I'm pleased for, you know, we've got a we've got a few mates that work in in and around, you know, with that are massive supporters of the women's team, and I hope they're miserable again on the 26th of March. But um, it is great to have them back in the league so that, you know, we can have these derbies, and you know, I think what an exciting occasion uh, for the players. There'll be players in our squad that have played at Goodison. There's players in there that haven't played at Goodison, and you know. I just really hope that we we sell a, a good number of tickets because it was incredible to see twenty seven thousand. I think it was tickets sold um, for the one 
at Anfield. And it would just be great to 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 beat that, wouldn't it? Um, you want to see Goodison as full as possible. And, you know, it's... Everyone that comes will have a thoroughly, thoroughly boss time as well. This is the thing. You know, you get to Goodison Park, get to watch a derby. You know, the quality of football is exceptional. I mean... Just go and if you haven't seen them, the goals that we scored at Anfield um, and, the, and the way we played them there, it's just going to be brilliant. And yeah, I just hope we get the plays full and bouncing so that, you know, both both sets of players have, have a, a great occasion. But obviously our girls uh, will come out on top and uh, that's what I see happening, to be honest. Absolutely. If you can hear a little growling, by the way, Whiskey's making his cameo now. He's asleep next to me. <laughs> And he's growling. He's you you mentioned you mentioned Liverpool, and he started growling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but spot on. I mean, the thing about it is as well is that we do have the banter. We, do, I mean, I'll, you know, obviously, I can't, I can't resist, can I, Sarah? Um, but it, but but on a on a serious note, it is it is great to see Liverpool back in the in the WSL. Um, you know, it's it's great to see. The city as well, it's great for the city, it's great for the kids in the city to be able to see their heroes, and especially, like you say, in a big occasion like a Merseyside derby. It's great for us because we tend to beat them. It's, um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> let's get that ended now. But no, it's, it, it is such, it's, it's such a fantastic occasion. And, and I really would, I'd, I'd stress that every, every Evertonian listening to this or every Evertonian doesn't listen to this, just every Evertonian out there, um, please get down to Goodison Park. We want to get it filled up. We want to make a statement as well. We want to be, yeah. we want, we want to show what Everton Football Club's all about. I would love it, absolutely love it to see the Gladys Street packed out and singing these songs for these players because, you know, it, it it has been difficult. It's been difficult for every Evertonian for such a long time, but I don't want to dwell on that. I want to I want to concentrate on the positives. And the biggest positive for me this season has been the performances of these girls. These players, the Everton women's side, are an absolute credit to our football club. And I feel like us as a support, we need to we need to acknowledge that and we need to show them that fight and that passion that we have for Everton Football Club. And we need to we need to get that across to them. I want them to be shaken. I want them to be, as in Liverpool, I want the Liverpool players to be terrified of the Gladys Street. I want the Everton players to be filled with adrenaline from the roar of the of Goodison Park. I want it to be a bear pit, but I want it to be special. And I want, and I know the Evertonians out there who are going to be there. I know that you're going to give it your all to back the players. Um, anyone who's not, who's undecided about going, if you're a season ticket holder or member or, or official member, you've got until midnight tonight to buy your tickets for half price. So it's four pounds for adults, two pounds for kids and over 65s. Um, and then it goes up to eight pounds for adults, four pounds for kids and over 65s from, from tomorrow. Um, but as I say, I, I, I just I plead, plead with everyone. Get your tickets, get down to Goodison Park and support this fantastic, fantastic team because they deserve it. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, you make such a good point there, Pete, because, you know, obviously it, the, the season for us as Evertonians in regards to the men's team has been incredibly tough. Mm. Um, you know, it's been stressful, it, it's been hard and there's there's no shying away from that. Um, the league table reflects that and, you know, the fact we've already had a change in a manager, etc., fantastic result on the weekend and and, you know, it gives us a bit of hope and something to build on. But the girls have been doing that week in, week out. And, you know, being, being we're Everton, so we're the same club. So 
despite all that kind of outside noise going on, because there's no escaping it. There's been a lot of noise around this football club this season with media and all the rest of it, because that's what they love. They love to, they love a story and, you know, they're going to work at Finch farm. They're going in at times where there's sky sports outside and media outlets and, you know, with everything that had been going on surrounding and they just turn up, they work bloody hard. That's as much of a swear, swear as I'm going to do. And they give it their all and they get on with it. And they've been putting in superb performances week after week, getting the results week after week. And, you know, I, I just can't speak more highly of them. They're so professional. Um, there's such a, a great environment around them. These girls really, really care about this football club and, you know, bringing good times to this football club, um, especially as they know, you know, it has been hard and, you know that they're, they're they're doing so well, and it's so fantastic to see because it's it's not easy. Um, and look at where the where the women were last season. You know, we had a we had a really really tough season last season for a long time. People were talking about whether or not the women might get relegated, and then this season you've got the obvious top four, and then we've you know we've created a little bit of a gap now between us and, and Aston Villa, who's our next game as well. So. Yeah, I think everything you say, these girls deserve to come to Goodison Park. I'd love to see more games at Goodison Park for the women. I love Walton Hall Park and it's an incredible facility. But, you know, Everton at Goodison is just special. And, um, yeah, I, I want them to I want them to walk out on that pitch and, and get goosebumps from the roar, from the Gladys Street. And let's hope that that's what happens because we all know our fans are just absolutely incredible. Um so let's let's show that let's show the women that and uh, and make it an incredible, incredible day and and hopefully a win over uh, our rivals as well. Is right, absolutely, absolutely spot on, uh, and yeah, I, I think that's probably the best way to finish, isn't it? That's the that's the rallying call we 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 need to finish this 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 pod. It's 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 such a it's such a positive time um to be. Uh, you know, to follow this team, it, it's such a that they they get, they've been the ones who've picked me up at my lowest ebbs this season. They really have. That they, they they've been the one the one constant and the one consistent, um, for me as an Evertonian. Um, and you know, if if I could, if we could bottle it up and sell it, you know what I mean? It'd be it'd be worth worth its weight in gold. But they, they are just team spirit, a, mate. Team, team spirit. spirit. Oh, talking of which, I mean, we always get a nice little window into the team spirit because when you're when you're on your jolly, well, on your jollies, on on your adventures around Finch Farm, everyone <laughs> on, makes, my on your jollies, yeah. <laughs> make sure everyone checks out all of the official content on the website as well because Sarah has done some incredible interviews recently uh, with Rika Savecki and Natalie Bjorn after the draw against Manchester United. Courtney Brosnan as well, another fantastic interview. A, another one with Brian Sorensen, which again was 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 brilliant. I actually really liked the one after the FA Cup defeat, by the way. That was still a great interview. Um, and also, you've done a great one with Megan Finnegan uh, this week. Um, so make sure everyone checks that out. Uh, Meg talking about scoring at Anfield. I've got to bring that up again. Um, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to the derby. So yeah, make sure you check out all the official channels for Sarah's fantastic work. Um, for now, Sarah, um, that's us for today's podcast. We will be back probably in the next week. 
we'll have you know let's any, have it, eh? let's have it any excuse to talk I'll be about it week. why not absolutely is right mate it is right and I'll, and I'll get you i'll get your next introduction written up as we speak <laughs> okay i'm <gone> shy <laughs> that never i'm gonna do i'm gonna do like i'm gonna do like an edit at the end of the season i'm just gonna edit them all together and just do like a <laughs> like a montage of all of your epic introductions Oh my god! Let's find the people that hate me and just play it on loop. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I'll, yeah, I'll do that, and I'll we'll, we'll put like a little backing track to it. You know, like the way All Together Now has like the the commentary. <laughs> yeah, like, the <laughs> yeah, we'll have we'll just have like all of your all of like the best introductions for Sarah Halpin from the season, <laughs> and then play it like yeah, yeah, be brilliant. <laughs> We'll get it to number one. Anyway. Come well, on, for- let's make it happen. <laughs> is right. Well, I'm gonna get I'm gonna go and get me pen, a piece of paper, write Sarah's next introduction. Um, but for now, that's us from the Blue Room EWFC podcast up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.